Hi, welcome back to Wilson's Focus Podcast. Today's topic is about growing up and figuring out your identity. Today, you're going to hear from three different interviews. You're also going to hear from sources about how kids in general grow up, how black kids in general grow up, and how mental health plays into growing up generally. The goal is to compare and contrast what my findings are and what the people I interview say. The first piece of evidence I found was from psychopedia.org. I found out that childhood trauma can negatively impact brain development at a time when it's most vulnerable. Facing adversity early in life is a major risk factor for later in life psychological and behavioral issues, anxiety disorders, PTSD, and aggressive behavior when linked to childhood maltreatment adults. It is really important that people, especially when they're young, can get help because like it said from the source, that like a lot of kids, especially now, are so used to social media and just seeing everything online that they're not creating their own trauma, but they're seeing other things and kind of attaching it to themselves. So then they're seeing all these things that people that look like them and relate to them, that could be anybody, and they're having trauma based off of other experiences or maybe even their own experiences, and that can create issues down the line. The second piece of evidence I found was from theconversation.com, and it is about Black children and how they grew up. I found out that statistically, Black youth face more illness, poverty, and discrimination than white youth. Their issues raise their risk of depression and other mental illnesses. And even though the Black people suffer the most, they are less likely to seek help. The website states, about 9% of them reported an episode of major depression in the past year, but less than half of those about 40% received treatment. By comparison, about 46% of white youth who report an episode were treated for depressive symptoms. It's really scary, especially me being black, because people go through a lot at such a young age. Black people, they see people being killed. Literally, especially nowadays, like a lot of kids have social media. They watch the news, they see black people, innocent black people getting killed all the time. Especially when you're young, you're confused and you don't know. And there's also a moment in time, especially I had to go through this, a lot of family, just a lot of people, black people go through this, is when your parents or your guardians have to break your kid's innocence by having the talk with them about racism, how people are gonna treat you differently, and how to, especially how to interact with police. That is a big thing because you don't wanna be that one person on TV where you're shot and killed or your family member. And that is just, that is a lot for a kid to go through at a young age. So when kids, and if you're really affected by that, it's important for you to seek help and seek a lot. And I know I know personally a lot of people who are black are not in therapy. And I know a lot of people who are white who are in therapy. And that just goes to show that honestly, black people, not saying that white people don't need it, but black people and other people of color need therapy with all the stuff that we generally go through. The third and last piece of evidence I found was from goodtherapy.org. The gist of what I learned was that it's normal to struggle with aspects of one's identity, developing an identity or sense of self, and the traits desired can take time and effort. 
Anxiety and insecurity can arise from a lack of self-confidence and identity issues. So this is a very general and overall statement um, from this resource. But um, I think that, especially for everyone, it's hard to figure out who you are. And so when people ask you the question, oh, who are you? You don't always know, especially when you're growing up around the ages of like 11 to like 13 or something like that. For me personally, I feel like I've always known who I am as a person. I've always been loud, I've always been an extrovert. I'm black, obviously, I've always like thought that. But so for some people who are not as secure in their identity, might think, might, might cause some insecurity or anxiety um, when talking about themselves or who they are. There's like, oh, I don't know who I am yet. And they really just go like the borderline things of like think deeply about who you are. And I feel like I'm still figuring that out. But so far, I know that I am secure in my identity. But, you know, other people might not be. And like in the article says, it causes my anxiety and may cause some mental health issues. And overall, as I learned from like the other pieces of research, um, that help, getting help and therapy is good to handle all that. After finding my research, I created some questions to ask my interviewees. I interviewed my mom, my dad, and my brother. And I wanted to, I don't want my questions to be the same or similar for each person, most likely similar for my mom and my dad. So I made them very basic. I wanted to see if any of my findings would be brought up in how they answer the question. And based on what they say, I'll add some follow-up questions around my six basic questions. If you don't want to be specific, you can give an average or like an estimate. I'm in my 50s. Okay. Who are you? How do you identify? And what are the labels you choose to use when asked about your identity? Who am I? That's like there's so many ways to answer that question. But I am a mother, a daughter, a sister. I'm a woman. I'm a black American. Um, I'm a child of God. I'm a spiritual being. So there's, depending on the context, I might answer it different ways. Um, where are you originally from? Like what state? Boston, Massachusetts. Born and raised Boston. Um, what was it like for you growing up in Boston? Um, what was your relationship with your family and your peers? And um, when I speak like growing up, I mean during like middle school and like high school. School and high school were fun. Um, I grew up in Dorchester in a time when <clears throat> neighborhoods were neighborhoods and I knew my neighbors and I walked to school with friends. I actually had to walk a mile to middle school. Um, and then my friends went from the same middle school to the high school. I went to Boston Public Schools. Um, I played outside after school. Again, I knew my neighbors, we played outside. I really enjoyed my middle and high school time. What was your relationship like with your family? Oh, um, my parents were very strict. Um, and even though they were very strict, I knew I felt loved um, and cared for and, and protected. 
provided for. Um, they encouraged me, but they were really strict, which was absolutely annoying. Um, as, when you were growing up, um, what was it like for you when discovering your identity? So I always knew that I was black. Um, I think growing up, I mean, I grew up in a black family, in a mostly black neighborhood. Um, my extended family, so cousins, aunts and uncles, um, is very multicultural. My aunts and uncles marry people from different backgrounds and different races and, and different religions. And so um, for me, I, I can't, you know, I know sometimes you get asked, like, when did you realize that you were whatever race you were? I always knew who I was. And um, we, I grew up in a family that was very proud of who we were and always very clear of the contributions of Black Americans. So I never, um, so, I, so I grew up with a sense of pride in who I, in who I was. Um, do you think you, you're um, secure in your identity now? Absolutely. How do you think growing up and discovering your identity affected you and your mental health? I think because I had a sense of pride, and, and in particular, I grew up with this notion of not taking on, like people who were racist or people who were sexist, that was their problem, not mine. And so I think that um, they allowed me to have a very healthy, um, I guess a healthy sense of being. I, I don't take on other people's issues. If someone has a problem with me, I know that it's more their problem than my problem. So that, <laughs> so I don't take on other people's stuff. Um, how do you think it's different for you growing up and versus your children? in particular when Mason, who's 11, when he was in the kindergarten, realizing that black people were treated differently because of their skin color, um, and him talking about it. I, I remember making a comment that I think my children that I experienced more racism than I did growing up, and I think it has a lot to do with the political climate. Um, things that I thought I guess I had the, the fortune of growing up in the 70s and the 80s and, you know, even 90s, I would say, where we were, it seemed like things were moving forward. And, um, and I think in particular for Mason and, and for my 16-year-old, that they are growing up in a political climate where there seems to be a backlash against the progress that had been made that allowed Barack Obama to become president. Thank you. You're welcome. How old are you? And if you don't want to be specific, you can give an average age. Who are you and how do you identify? What are the labels you choose to use when asked about your identity? Um, where are you originally from? Like what state? I'm originally from Florida. I'm originally from Florida, which is the oldest incorporated African American in this country. What was it like for you growing up, um, especially during middle school and high school? And what was your relationship with your family and your peers during that time? Um, I was very close to my family. 
but I did not experience a lot of racism. So, and I think now in this climate, you see more of, uh, you see a little bit more racism than I do. Thank you. After the interviews, I came up with some takeaways. My mom and my dad were able to divulge in their identity more than my brother. They spoke about their physical and personal identities as well as their roles in their life and the roles they had in their life. They shared similar experiences as they both grew up with strict parents um, that helped them become confident in who they are because their pride and because of their pride in themselves, they didn't struggle too much with mental health or figuring out their identity. But there are some slight differences, like my mom was born in Massachusetts and she is one of the oldest amongst her family and her siblings, while my dad grew up in Florida, where he's the youngest. So, you know, there's some differences there. But overall, they pretty much share the same or similar experiences. And they they also think that for my brother and I, and my older also my older brother, we would struggle with our identity or mental health a little more or finding out who we are or just with ourselves in general because of this newer political climate where there seems to be some pushback on how much we've overcome or how much black people have worked towards. And now we're now for us at, during like the Donald Trump era, we've seen more nastiness and like, oh, it's the first time I've ever seen like people push back and be more blatantly racism, even though it is 2021, almost 2022, there is still a lot more blatant racism. And that's something that they both thought about. Um, for Mason, I don't think he knows much about mental health because he is only 11. I believe he was perplexed when I asked him that question, but he did mention about, he did mention being African-American when I asked the question, who are you? Um, but only briefly, he was primarily primarily concerned and focused on his sports and his personality serving as his identity, which is good, which means he hasn't, you know, been um, faced too much adversity. But he may begin to think more about his race and mental health as he grows older and possibly going into middle school because next year he'll be in sixth grade. And but he's still at an age where race and mental health aren't a factor that also means, like I said earlier, he hasn't been through too much trauma that many black children go through. But that could also mean that because there is always something going on that he's just desensitized to it. After the interviews, I came up with some takeaways. My mom and my dad were able to divulge in their identity more than my brother. They spoke about their physical and personal identities as well as their roles in their life and the roles they had in their life. They share similar experiences as they both grew up with strict parents um, that helped them become confident in who they are because their pride and because of their pride in themselves, they didn't struggle too much with mental health or figuring out their identity. But there are some slight differences. Like my mom was born in Massachusetts and she is one of the oldest amongst her family and her siblings while my dad grew up in Florida where he's the youngest. So, you know, there's some differences there, but overall they pretty much share the same or similar experiences. And they they also think that for my brother and I, and my older also my older brother, we would struggle with our identity or mental health a little more or finding out who we are or just with ourselves in general because of this newer political climate where there seems to be some pushback on 
how much we've overcome or how much black people have worked towards and now we're now for us at, during like the Donald Trump era we've seen more nastiness and like oh it's the first time I've ever seen like people push back and be more blatantly racist racism even though it is 2021 almost 2022 there is still a lot more blatant racism and that's something that they both thought about um for Mason I don't think he knows much about mental health because he is only 11 I believe he was perplexed when I asked him that question but he did mention about he did mention being african-american when I asked the question who are you um but only briefly he was primarily primarily concerned and focused on his sports and his personality serving as his identity, which is good, which means he hasn't, you know, been um, faced too much adversity. But he may begin to think more about his race and mental health as he grows older and possibly going into middle school because next year he'll be in sixth grade. And But he's still at an age where race and mental health aren't a factor that also means like i said earlier he hasn't been through too much trauma that many black children go through but that could also mean that because there is always something going on that he's just desensitized to it when comparing my resources to my interviews what I expected to find was that my parents might have some similar experiences for when I learned in my research, but that is not all true. The first source talked about how childhood trauma and facing adversity affects your brain development. And with all three of my interviews, they said that they had or are having a fun time growing up and enjoying life. Um, the second source talked about how black children growing up are mostly and mentally affected by what they go through. And when I interviewed my brother, he said that he has not been affected too much by being black or just growing up in general so far. Um, when my when I asked my parents about being black, they said they were affected a little bit because obviously you're just not gonna be affected by it. Like you can't just not be affected by it. But since, like I said earlier, since they grew up with pride and being black and like, yes, I am black and I am proud, um, they weren't affected by it that much. They didn't let it bother them. And so it didn't create mental health issues. And my parents, my brother and I are just lucky that we have an experience that most black kids don't get to have. And sometimes my dad said this, that he felt a little insecure growing up because a lot of black kids didn't have what he had growing up. And I know a lot of black kids don't have what I have. I don't want to be like, like, oh, bragging, oh, I have this and that. But like, I'm so lucky that my mom gets to work at a school, like a really nice school. So I'm able to go here, my brother's able to go here. I'm lucky that my dad went to an HBCU, that he showed me that I want to go to an HBCU. And just like, they showed me so many opportunities. And like, they have so many connections where they can help me and my other brothers out in life. And it's not what other black kids have. Literally even, I have two parents in the house. My dad is constantly with me. And that's literally a thing that I know a lot of people, a lot of black people don't have. Even some of my cousins, they don't, their parents are not together and it's not like the same. So I'm just really fortunate that I got to have it. My brothers got to have it, even my parents got to have that. 
Um, the last source, especially, didn't relate to um, my parents and my brother um, because they said they always knew they were black, like, and they were securing their prior identity. We never had issues like being black and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was not an issue. Um, so the gist of what I took away was that not everyone will experience the same things, and if they do um, experience the same things, the way they are affected by it might be just a little different. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please remember to focus and stay safe. Peace.